Hello, welcome to Daily-ish for uh, Tuesday, January 17th. This is episode number 195, closing on the old two zero zeros. It's currently zero degrees. Feels like one or two, I think, outside. It's very nice, but this is not a weather podcast. It's this- not. Let me, I got to change podcasts. Sorry, I'll be back, right back. It is brought to you by FeedPress. You can visit feed.press slash dailyish today to sign up and try out FeedPress for all your podcast hosting, RSS analytics needs. Bloggers and podcasters can tap into RSS subscriber, geolocation, podcast download, and link tracking metrics, which come standard on all plans. You can actually use FeedPress from start to finish for your whole podcasting platform if you want to. Feeds and publishing it right into iTunes and MP3 is stored for you. 400 megabytes of file storage that's unmetered, so you don't have to worry about running out of storage for long episodes or getting dinged for a sudden spike in traffic downloads when your podcast gets huge because uh, U2 retweets it or something. Um, and uh, so, yeah, my thanks to FeedPress. Try them out. Feed.press slash dailyish. You can use promo code dailyish during checkout to get uh, 10% off your first year. And it's also possibly brought to you by, well, it is part of partially brought to you by uh, Patreon supporters. Patreon.com slash iChris are a group of my favorite people in the world because they pay me to say that, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and uh, you can check out how you can be a supporter at Patreon.com slash iChris as well and join this group of awesomest people in the world. I'm joined uh, this episode, my, uh, I'm going to start building up a stable of correspondence, I think, because um christopher is my uh what the u2 slash css 2.0 correspondent maybe i guess three four point oh whichever yeah. <laughs> whatever we're at whatever that's why you're the correspondent i'm just the dummy who asked the questions <laughs> you tell me well actually it's 3.0 now and we're working on html5 right or html5 or Laying the groundwork for HTML6. No, it's not working. Not really. But uh, no. But yeah. <laughs> Let's start that cool. up right here. Yeah. Thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah. You want so with uh, the main reason the U2 side of the our discussion is what uh, Chris the uh, once eventually I have like little uh, daily show name uh, <laughs> plates or whatever at the bottom so I can insult you with some sort of correspondent title that pokes fun at something. But anyways, U2 like like Chris from Canada like that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're a uh, fellow U2 fan. We, uh, you, when did you fall in love with you two? When, when was, uh, probably the Ralnam. I was a little too late for Joshua tree. Um, but Ralnam and then, you know, quickly devoured Joshua tree and then went down, you know, the other albums since then. And then, uh, um, Hum was out for a while. And so that meant, uh, you know, I think for a year or two, then when Octoon baby came out, I just immediately bought that. Uh, I went to what's called a record store. Um, at a mall, and I bought a, a very expensive CD. Uh, it, it, a CD, for those who aren't listening, is like a CD-ROM. And I just so and uh, it's uh, but it plays music and like a comic disc player. And so, um, if anyone knows what that looks like, but uh, yeah, and uh, and I just fell in love with with that CD because it was I was a teenager. It just hit me, you know, all the moody, yeah, uh, stuff like really hits a teenager pretty well. So, um. But yeah, so that was that was a great, great, and I was been been hooked ever since. So how about you? So well, I was yeah, similar time period too of Joshua Tree friends being in a Josh or Rattle and Hum Joshua Tree era, and then Octung Baby was kind of like where I heard a bit about it and was like again listening to it some more, but still wasn't my band until I saw the Zoo TV tour video. I mm. didn't actually see the Zoo TV tour, and then oh, from then on was yeah. buying everything as it came out or waited for them to just drop it into my MP3 folder as they do now. I, I suspect yeah. that's what's going to happen from now on. So. <laughs> yeah, I was so bummed because I was actually hours away from 
uh, Lakeland, Florida on February 29th when oh. they started the TV tour. Right. But I'd never had been to a concert before then. And I didn't know, like, I didn't know when it was going and, or how to go to get ticket, like whatever that meant, you know? So yeah, it wasn't until like, you know, just so naive. I wasn't until later die. I realized like, oh man, I just missed that. That, that was night. Like opening. Yeah. That would have been. Yeah. That sweet. was, that was, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty great. It's a pretty good concert. So, but by way of going back to that now, you two, if you're not aware and you haven't listened to any of my podcasts or followed me on Twitter, <laughs> they have just announced they're going back to mine that period of before Rattle and Hum, the Joshua Tree era. 30 years ago this year is when that came out and they are putting on a tour called the Joshua Tree Tour 2017 and made reference to the fact that they'll play every song from that album in some form and will be touring for a very limited uh, run in North America and in Europe, much to the uh, frustration of friends, uh, U2 fans down in South America and Australia and New Zealand and anywhere else in the world, basically. Um, and so Bono has, of course, done his usual job of hinting at things that might happen and teasing things that probably won't happen. <laughs> right. Stringing people. Well, but anyways, so. Well, yeah, but it's like, I'm, I'm like, you probably know more about me, but, uh, but I will say like, it's, he came out to manage expectations a lot because uh, it's been rumored because we're in the middle of waiting for uh, the quote double album, if you will, sort of double album of songs of innocence. And then we're waiting for the album of uh, songs of experience to drop. Yeah. And they actually pushed back songs of experience album, which was supposed to happen. Rumored, always, always rumors like, Oh, end of 2016. Yeah. And then, um, then it's like, Oh, we'll wait till next year. And then now, it's uh it's gonna happen like maybe late 2017 if not 2018 yeah like how they say it's pushed back as if it was done but they're just right yeah which (laughs) sounds like someone who's late for their homework and they're like it's finished it's finished it's just it's i want to polish it and make it a little better so can i have an extension (laughs) right it's like hey i'm not sure if the kids will like this new stuff but i know they dig the 30 year old stuff (laughs) let me just break out that one and we'll tour that one because we have tour dates that we are agreed to play. So let's just yeah. do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's so. interesting. And it, it's like the, who knows how much of all that is going on. There's all the politics of, well, there's politics, but then there's also the business of, of running a band and a management company, right. and Live Nation, the touring company. And right. I found it's, out it's, that it's, it's like. It's community, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And so you, because the Live Nation itself, itself, the company that puts on the tours is based in Canada. That's why the tour is happening starting in Canada because then uh, tax-wise they get to that somehow base it in Canadian taxes instead of the U.S. or something like that. So it starts in Vancouver, which is where I'm going to see them. Um, and then, yeah, it goes down through North America and then over to Europe to mm-hmm. close out. And they're only actually doing one show in Ireland, like one show in Dublin, no second show. There's all sorts of reasons there. There's Croke Park is the big stadium that they would play in. and apparently it can only handle X number of acts per year. And there's mm-hmm. already been a couple and Ed Sheeran and someone else might be taking the other slots. So they, yeah. Yeah. But like, it's yeah, all like all the Irish people who see it together and start like voting to like, you know, change laws and pass that, you know, it's, yeah. yeah. You saw that with uh, Slane with, um, all you like, Oh, you can't leave behind the at the asset for extra day or that should be played there. They, they, they got the, you know, the pass to play at Slane castle. So it's, you know, yeah, it, it could it could be totally doable, and and, then, and ending or having and like give enough time for people to get a nice get a nice little fervor, if you will. <laughs> I know, just you know, it's U two is their main export, right? Like, there's nothing else that our people would go to Ireland for. Right? 
Just joking. <laughs> just joking. No. But uh, but yeah, but, I mean, they're the biggest band in the world in their home countries, Ireland. You know, like I expect that they'll they'll have a an extra one at least one extra date. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the idea too is they they want to save whatever dates or enthusiasm maybe for when they do tour around songs of experience hopefully later this year or whatever but we'll see it's interesting because i was doing some research for our on our on the at u2 podcast we're doing an album by album series and the next album we're doing is no line on the horizon and reading back through the archives of like the stuff that it's going to come out and then it's going to be this and then like a month later it's like no no no, it's actually going to be this and then then like the months of delayed and changes expectations and all that kind of stuff and it's like oh yeah that's you too that's who we're dealing with here yeah especially bono is like prone to hyperbole and uh what saying things like edge is on fire and he's metal and he's crazy and nothing you've ever seen before the the cliche is that every new album that's not that's rumored to drop next is a rock and roll album. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is going to be rock and roll. And then like, all you can leave behind drops. I'm like, um, okay, well, sure. Right. <laughs> we just actually did how to dismantle atomic bomb, which actually is a pretty rock record. And, yeah. uh, so if you're listening to this by way of some sort of U2 connection, goodstuff.fm slash ATU2 is where you can find that podcast. And it's all U2, yeah. which this app, ep- this podcast, this episode is, but uh, not all the time. So collect every episode. Sort of a, a musical journey, really. So what do you think the, the, uh, are you going to see the show, the Joshua Tree? No, I, this morning I, I punched in for my, my venue that I would go to and I know I just couldn't see myself punching in there cause it's a three hour drive, uh, yeah. one way to see the venue. And then I have to drive back that night. I just like, no, do I want to drive to see a Joshua Tree concert and have, you know, people tell me how bad America is. And, <laughs> you know, after I just went through two years of a presidential election and I'm like, I, I'm kind of just done, you know? So, uh, if, if, you know, and also I might change my mind if, you know, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer, a visual designer. And, uh, so I, I'm a visual, visual learner. And, um, if, uh, if the, what they do on stage is, you know, they're pretty much keep a lot of things secret, you know, uh, before, you know, you don't know what's going to happen until they actually, do their first concert. So it was actually just a visual masterpiece. Like, uh, the songs of experience tour was, I'll probably just go see, see that. Yeah. See that the an experience tour. Yeah. yeah so, I know. Cause the, the seating chart, seating chart or whatever on, you know, ticket venues is, or Ticketmaster is, looks like there's a kind of a mini Joshua tree thing that staged like a B stage that comes out into the crowd. Yeah. But other than that, it looks fairly bare and obviously there's yeah. no claw or anything massive that's going to take up the, right. <laughs> so it'll yeah, be, yeah. I was like, yeah. where's the claw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they're not really, I mean, like, one thing I loved about the claw was like, one, it was like visually arresting, but also it just made great business sense because they could sell every seat in the house, like wherever they went. And, uh, so like, it became like one of the most profitable tours ever because they could sell every seat, uh, in there. They couldn't just, like, usually cause they block off, you know, if you have just a wall TVs or a backdrop, there's some seats on one end of an arena that's going to be blocked off. But with the claw, it's all, or through 60 degree tour. It was like, it was, uh, you know, you sell your seats, yeah. but, uh, but it looks like they're back to blocking off seats at one, one, one end. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, it it looks like a like a normal like almost like uh, I guess like Pop Mart type tour like approach with just have a big wall and it, even the uh, I think all you can leave behind was a little bit more you know they had that heart shape uh, kind of B stage type of thing going on I thought that was pretty pretty cool so, yeah where it was know. like an internal thing you can get into and, and same thing on the Vertigo tour where they had a circle or whatever going out the um, 
Yeah. So you're actually not, I guess you can, you can always find tickets later if, if you really wanted to go, hopefully maybe. Yeah. It's a pretty limited maybe. run though, but. Yeah, it's a pretty limited run, but uh, I, I look forward to buying the Blu-ray when it comes out for Christmas <laughs> so I could uh, help my Irish band. Yeah. Cause uh, you saw them on Instant Winter Experience, Nights. right? Did you see? No, the, I no, didn't. No, I, didn't. I oh. did buy the Blu-ray for that one. I don't know what's your your YouTube fan card. I don't know. I don't know, man. I keep on buying music though. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. And all the B sides and all that stuff. I guess either way, Larry's happy because you're buying. You're giving some money to the machine. Yeah. You're, did you buy a T-shirt? Uh, to Songs Experience. No, I didn't buy a T-shirt. I bought the vinyl. Is that crazy? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I bought, the vinyl. I bought I bought the record store day vinyl. I think that gives me enough cred. Yeah right there so about the uh cool i i, got, I thought that was kind of cool like because you remember the cover when they dropped the album was like this kind of like uh like scribble on the white sheet of a record and they you know like they dropped it when the apple when they dropped it with apple and so they actually released kind of album cover with that on it and i thought that was kind of cool like, kind of like deconstructing what an album cover should be yeah so i got it so anyway i think it's really boring <laughs> but anyway so yeah. this tour it doesn't excite you to go even as a moderate and even coming from somebody who started you two with you two sort of mm-hmm. right around this period well i enjoyed round the hum right a lot more because i think it's because of the live component of it and um and i like the recordings of that i just you know um i just i just i don't i love the new stuff i love more into uh the passengers uh unforgettable fire more into uh Zeropa. that kind of the weird stuff i guess is more yeah more so that so their mainstream stuff is not like I know I'm like 1% of the population <laughs> of the fans when it comes to that. But uh, that's like the stuff I like. And uh, so just seeing them play Joshua Tree, I will say they are they, they did promise they would play the Joshua Tree album. And so that means, I'm going to ask you this if you ever heard this, but, but uh, when I heard that, I was like, they're going to play Exit because they've sworn off playing Exit, um, which is a great song off the album. It's like, I think it's the second to last song before mothers have disappeared and so yeah but uh, they had a big court case where someone uh, you know like sued you know like someone sued you too or or they, they didn't sue you too but they were brought in the fact that uh someone uh committed a uh, murder uh because of uh exit had had exit on loop on his yeah. think, walkman at the time uh <laughs> set player and so he kept on hearing it over and over again and so it a uh, song that was and so Bonson's like it's a really powerful song i don't really want to play it anymore uh, live and so it's at it's very little play um since that you know that court case uh so i'd be interested if he actually plays it and if he, if he does play it that will because it's it's one of the best songs alpha album hum uh the movie and it's just you know it's uh it's, it's just so powerful it is a powerful song and i would love to hear it live so i so they start playing that i might might see it but well i think they will like i really do think they'll they'll play the the entire album they basically said as much and i mean they i guess they reserve the right obviously to not but when you're marketing it as the joshua tree tour it's yeah. almost like you kind of have to <laughs> follow yeah, through on like, that but yeah but just like exit isn't like a, a, it wasn't even a single it wasn't even a b-side so they can't really like they can just say well we played all the singles so you know, just, oh right yeah. yeah i guess the other yeah. thing that's sort of been f- interesting fan debating is like whether they would actually start with uh streets like if they do a track by track by on the, according to the album uh, which would start with where the streets have no name, which is now in U2 concerts. If you have never been is kind of like the, almost the Zenith or whatever of excitement yeah. is in the show. Anyways, sort of like the third act or whatever, right. somewhere in there or the end of the second act sometimes. Um, 
And so to start the show feels really weird, actually, for at least longtime U2 concert fan goers. Um, and so it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see. They just actually tweeted out this today. The U2 account did uh, just the, that intro of, jo- of Where the Streets Have No Name, mm-hmm. which, you know, could be, uh, could go back to being the intro song or whatever, which would be kind of a fun one to just open up with. And it has a big, huge, you know, minute long anthem kind of intro um and so it could definitely work but um yeah so you're the you're, you'd mentioned just without getting political the just the idea of like obviously with what you two did at the what was a dreamforce concert a bit of an anti-trump anti-america or not anti-america but like hey america get your crap together kind of thing mm-hmm. the, that i that sort of uh a bit of like knocking on america as a on the political side isn't as interesting, yeah. which they've kind of alluded to the reason why, you know, besides not finishing their homework, maybe <laughs> they're the reason they're going back to this too, is because it kind of feels like 30 years later now America's back in turmoil or whatever, just like it was 30 years ago is kind of the, right, what they're alluding right. to and why it's attractive to go bring the Joshua tree back out on tour or something. But welcome to America. We're on turmoil. <laughs> but yeah. Why don't you come over here to America, uh, make some cash, tell us how stupid we are and then, uh, go back home. You know, that's very good. No, but, uh, you know, I just, I felt like, uh, it's kind of like, like I said earlier, it was just, you know, we just, we just lived through two years of election nonsense where the press got the election wrong a month leading up to the election day. Uh, we all got this fallout. <laughs> What's going on with the country. And, um, and so I was just like, we need to hear Joshua tree because of Trump. And I'm like, <sighs> and like, so I was like, I really, you know, I really just listen to the new stuff. So is the new is 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 new album any good? Because if it's if it's good, we could just we could just go listen to that, you know. And we don't have to listen. I already got the Joshua Tree. I'm down. And um, but yeah, so just so my thing is like, yeah, I don't have it done, or is it if it is done, you know, is it any good? You know, that's like you know, like why would you hold something good if it's not? But but uh, but Joshua Tree, like we said before, it's probably it's a uh, it's gold. You know, just want to mine mine that for all it's worth, and so and. Um, but that, and also I just feel like, um, you know, the other thing is like, you know, um, I don't want to get too political here, but, uh, this is not a political podcast. <laughs> this is not like a podcast, <laughs> but it's like, like, how would you, how do you feel like if I, our REM went to Ireland and had a, a, an Irish jig about the unification of Nar- Northern Ireland and the Ireland Republic, you know, I just, you know, I just, that's kind of weird. I don't know. But, uh, I would love to see that, but, uh, yeah. I don't know if Michael Spike I guess in like, that. as the token canadian in this conversation <laughs> the uh you know america has no problem as a country doing that elsewhere whether yeah. they're politically invited or not and so i guess a, an art, artistic band to say and I, I think i get the impression anyways we'll see i think the dreamforce thing was a bit of like was intentionally over the top because oh, yeah. it was before the election and like hey whereas i feel like they're gonna they definitely said like joshua tree was about rising above all that and so I don't think there'll be petty cheap right. shot stuff necessarily, whether you think uh, of the Dreamforce one is cheap shot or not. But I mean, it was yeah. definitely like full on. I, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it because uh, it was probably the best production value and production performance, if that's such a term, you let me use that term, of I've seen you two do because they've had like video uh, recordings of people like, of uh, people singing songs like the, from NASA pre-recorded uh filmed in and they would yeah. come along Lou Reed. Song. but that was actually bono like interacting with multiple video uh stills from of donald trump and going back and forth yeah. and it looked beautiful it was um really great video production on art quality they've always had a really 
good touchstone with the uh, video art artists that they've used. Uh, there's been great visuals. I thought it was just a fantastic visual performance um, and a uh, great, uh, great thing. And so, uh, you know, and to me, I would totally use that again if I was YouTube because they paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> so, so I would like, I, I do not begrudge them saying like, you know, we paid a lot of money. Like, you know, why don't we, uh, why don't just like flush it out a little bit more and do a whole, whole album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly all right well i think uh this has gone way longer than a normal daily has which is fair and fine it's my show i can do what i want but uh we where can folks argue with you if they want to on the internet oh no no, no very, oh i do want to say one more thing is okay. that uh uh youtube i don't mind youtube getting back to its roots but they also want to make fans go back in time with them so that's why fans attending events aren't allowed to bring their own iphones or any other smartphones with them because they weren't invented uh, until the 1990s also um you can bring CDs uh, of the Joshua Tree album to be signed. Uh, you can't bring any, like, you know, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but only CDs. And you can't bring, you can't, you get CDs from Amazon.com because, again, that wasn't built right uh, around that time. So you can only get CDs from a Tower Music store or a Virgin Mega store. Um, so good luck with that. Good. And good luck with that because the only Virgin Mega store is still around, but they're in Egypt, Jordan, Kuwait, Qatar, and, and, uh, so do we have to yeah. also wear uh, like um, mm. black sweatpants and mm-hmm. vest jackets with no shirt underneath? And yeah, and is that what I mean? They'll also be? allow you hyperpolar t-shirts if you want to do that. Yeah, yeah like that's pretty great. So, uh, but it should be pretty good. It should be pretty nice. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward. Like the concert, I'm looking forward to for sure, just because it's a good. It'll be a good experience one way or another. I know, but definitely the the video that comes out afterwards, where you actually get to just sort of like really mm-hmm. take in the show without some drunk guy breathing down your neck. Uh, yeah. Unless I invite him over to watch it, I guess. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, well, this is, this is my tip. If you are tall enough, this well, is, I'm so, yeah, you're so, so my tall. <laughs> I, I, uh, when I go to concert, uh, for you two concerts or any concerts, really, I go to the, uh, the audio mix, um, station, uh, yeah. where that, where the production uh, console and just stay there and because part of it, and I'm a production guy too. So I just enjoy watching them, uh, produce, produce a show. And usually, you know, you, you get, I get, good view of of how they put the show together um you know and what's going on and and usually no one really cares to be that far back yeah uh, on, on the ground on the general mission floor so that's where i enjoy uh watching it and, uh, and sometimes there's a vips who go there too so you never know if you watch see someone famous because that's where I, I met paul mcginnis uh was like he was out there watching the show as it gets started and i had him sign the, my my youtube ticket nice right there so yeah, yeah. So standing so in front I of met- him and he's like get down <laughs> down in front like, he's a terrible guy. scottish he was, actually, he was actually upset with me because i wanted him to sign my ticket because like i'm not a member of the band like i know because uh but you're one fifth of the member and you're a very rich man so I, okay. <laughs> you're a very rich man <laughs> you're a very rich man sir and you know how to produce and manage a band so i'm <laughs> pretty good yeah he's pretty famous anyways infamous yeah yeah all right so you're at teleject on twitter i'm i chris mm-hmm. on twitter and mm-hmm. uh this has been uh, dailyish on uh, goodstuff.fm thank you for which watching if you did and listening we tried streaming it on twitch i think it worked we'll see find out later and uh come back next time i record a podcast i guess <laughs> adios thanks for listening bye